You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Hi, and welcome to the Limitless Leaders Podcast, a podcast where we accelerate limitless leaders, connective teams and collaborative cultures. Thanks for tuning in from wherever you are in the world and thank you for all your feedback on topics, challenges you're facing and requests for guests. And I'm super excited to introduce you soon to today's guest. So we've hit the halfway mark of the year, hard to believe, and it's been an interesting year, I think, for everyone all over the world. I know it has been in from where I'm coming in from, Melbourne, Australia. And I just want to share something that I've seen with a lot of my clients, especially over the last two months, and that is reconnecting back in the workplace. Hybrid work is here to stay. I say we're in a new normal, not a next normal, because it's going to be changing every day. And we've got what we call the back to office resistance, or what I'm calling that, um, where we've got some people happy to be back, Many of their lives have changed personally. They want more flexibility. And it's creating a bit of a challenge in teams where people aren't all on the same page. So I get called a lot to come in and do collaboration type programs. And I think, you know, if you want to collaborate in an hour, get a comedian, you probably get more value out of that. So I always say, what about getting your team together and looking at what are your team and organisational goals maybe review a project or a new idea and bring in and unwrap what I call the gift of curiosity. So curiosity, I believe, creates and fuels creativity and the byproduct of that is collaboration. So if you're listening right now and you want to really get um, some bonding in your team and some connection, you know, and we know we're all wired to connect, Think about some topics that have been coming up. Think about what's next. You know, we've got the past, we've got the now. Let's look at what's next. And today's guest, I am super excited to introduce, will be actually giving us lots of tips, tools, decades of amazing experience on how to apply some of these principles back into your team. So I would love to introduce you to our speaker today and he is multi-award winning. He's a best-selling author of five books published in 12 languages and in his 25 years speaking career he has presented to over 1.6 million people across 39 countries. What's interesting is in the past two years he has transitioned like you and I onto the virtual world and Keith has created a purpose-built virtual studio and delivered 239 presentations from his home in Brisbane, Australia. And that's to over close to 70,000 people in 39 countries. Keith Abraham has become one of the world leading authorities on goal achievement. Those that know me know that's a big part of what I believe in and how I live and I know the importance of this. He's a certified speaking professional, an even award winner, a keynote speaker of the year and educator of the year. And he has become the world's premier thought leader on accelerating performance in leaders, 
and CEOs of billion dollar companies. They turn to Keith for inspiration, insights and ideas, how to bring the best out of themselves and their people. So I feel so blessed to have you here today, Keith. Welcome. Uh, thanks, Renee. Great to be with you and thanks for the kind introduction. I love how you started things off about curiosity. Renee, I had the, the great pleasure of um, uh, attending a National Geographic photography retreat in New York City about 15 years ago. I was, um, I was there uh, presenting at two conferences, um, one one week and one the other week, and I decided uh, not to come home and go back again. And so I explored New York City for a week, which was great. I had a little studio apartment. Love New York. And, yeah, yeah me, me too. And, and but during the and I'm a, I was uh, I am a keen photographer. And so, but in between, there was this photography retreat with the National Geographic. And I thought, like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity, you know, to look through a lens around New York. And the person that was running this was a guy called Bob Sasha. Now, Bob Sasha at the time had had 25 covers for National Geographic, phenomenal wow. photographer. Mm. He was also uh, a, a professor and lecturer at New York City University. And he, he, he talked about, and his topic and area of expertise was curiosity. And I ah. took away this one quote. He said, as leaders, we need to be curious enough to not just think about what's on top of the hill, yeah. what's yeah. not over the hill, but what's around the corner. And yeah. I love that you talk about curiosity around you know, personal and leadership performance and this mm. limitless mindset you need to have as a leader. So congratulations on a phenomenal podcast and also the books oh, that you've you. written. It's been, uh, you know, you achieved some amazing things, Renee. Oh, thanks, Keith. I really appreciate that. And I think you, you're right, curiosity in leadership is, is a key trait. You know, there's optimism, there's all, a million things, but I think yeah. now more than ever, curiosity is is that key and only the other day someone said how can I quickly bring curiosity in and you know in your mindset I think we think too much in statements you know mm. that team is amazing or that organization is amazing flip that statement into a question what yeah. makes that team amazing yeah great right way you go and explore and expand on your thinking around that yeah, and, and you know, Renee, curiosity as well is the antidote <laughs> to being, as a leader, to being stuck, stale and stagnant. Yes. You know, lots of leaders, especially what's happened in the last couple of years, have become a bit stuck in their thinking. They've become a bit stagnant in, mm. in you know, this, this one dimension world of virtual. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, we have to, as you're doing, have to help people just shift their mind, shift, shift their perspective, and, and, and a great way to do that is being curious around asking those quality questions, you know, the what if, the, yeah. the, the perhaps maybe, you know, imagine if we could, you know, this would happen. I love working with companies and, and especially some of the, the large organisations that I deal with. And we say, you know, well, you know, what sort of growth are you going to achieve this year? And they say, oh, you know, probably about 5% growth. I said, well, what if it was 25%? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that, that can't happen, Keith. You know, that's not an industry standard. I said, yeah, but what if? What would we have to do vastly different? Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, you know, I'm a big fan about around limitless leaders, limitless teams mm. and limitless organisations that learn, unlearn, rethink, evolve, refresh. Yeah. It has to be there. And I think if you're not questioning things, 
that's a that's an issue for me and not questioning things for the sake of it but I think challenging the status quo to have I always say don't be better be different mm, nice Nice. You know, because I think too many companies go look at a competitor and go, oh, they're better than us. We'll do that. But then the yeah. competitor is doing the same thing. So yeah, don't be better, true. be different. Keith, you've had an amazing and have an amazing career. I'd love to just get an understanding and, and for our listeners and viewers as well as to how you got to where you are today and what inspired you. Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, so let's wind the clock right back, um, <laughs> you know, which is, which is always, you know, back in the good old days. Uh, uh, but I, look, I've been really fortunate along the way. Now, you know, when I often talk to people, you know, and I, I use that those statistics, you know, 3% of people go and make things happen, 10% of people think or expect things to happen, 60% of people just watch things happen, and 27% mm. of people don't know what happened. I was in the 27%. I worked at the local council. Um, I was a noxious weed inspector. I was not a very motivated. I used to travel down the Gold Coast Highway at 100 kilometres an hour looking for noxious weeds. I didn't find too many. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I was in the 27%. And by the way, my mum got me that job because I was pretty... <laughs> I dropped out of school twice. It takes a special type of child to drop out of school twice. I um, did it once. Yeah, well, well, you know, exactly. for me it was twice, and mm. uh, and um, my boss came to me one day, a guy called Len Anderson. He was the chief health inspector, and he said, "Listen, Keith, we'd like you to go on a week long leadership program." And I thought, he's got rocks in his head. I'm sleeping a couple of hours every day. The weeds are running rampant in my area. Uh, you know, I I'm what say I'm definitely not leadership material. Then he mentioned the magic words: you get a week off work with full panel. You know what? Maybe I'm a leader, um, and. Um, uh, he was involved in Rotary. Rotary every year run a program called Rotary Youth Leadership Award, or more commonly known as RILA. They take 18 to 24-year-olds mm. out in the bush for a week. And I was 23 and a half years of age and went out there. And on the last day, a guy stood up and started talking about goal setting. I'd never heard of it before. I was 23 and a half years of age. Grew up on the farm. Um, knew about goals and footy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yep. But, but you know, this. so you write stuff down, you put a date to it and it comes true. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, so I fell in love with goal setting. And then um, 25 years ago, I turned that passion into a profession mm. and um, started um, doing my own thing. Um, you know, before that, I was a, a trainer in Suncorp and, you know, and did lots of free presentations to different, you know, youth groups and things like that and went back to Ryler and spoke and, and um, then I had a decision 25 years ago that I was going to go and have a crack at this. And I said to my wife, Christine, I said, you know, I said, well, you, here's, here's the worst thing that can happen. Um, this doesn't work and I go and get a real job. And, um, and you know, we just, you know, the first year uh, I was able to replace my income and my wife's income. Um, and then we just, you know, um, plugged into some great mentors and great coaches mm -hmm. through the National Speakers Association, went to a couple of conferences and, and got a bit of a vision for the future of what, what this could be. And I just built my whole business off 100% referral. So, I, you know, I just yeah, was so right. intensely focused on doing a great job, adding, a, you know, unprecedented value to mm -hmm. get the invitation to come back. And, um, and I think, I had very much a, you know, I've always been a strong goal setter, but I've, I've also, what's 
I've been exceptionally tenacious. Yes. Um, yeah, and yeah. just, you know, um, built relationships with clients, stayed in touch with people when they weren't doing business with me and, um, you know, have a business today that's, you know, all over the world. And, you know, mm. I've, I've been booked. Uh, apart from that first year, which wasn't a full year for me, but I've been, I've presented at, you know, 100 conferences or more yeah, um, wow. for, 20, you know, for 24 years now. So amazing. Yeah, amazing. it's, look, it, look, and it's, um, you know, I, I've, but, you know, but, I, you know, here's the thing, and, and it's exactly the same as how you've gone about your business is I've treated it like a business. You know, yes, I think yes, some people yes. fall in love, you know, I, I think, you know, some people fall in love with the applause. Um, I, I fell in love with with uh, how do I make the biggest impact um, yeah, I love for, the that. Client, for the clients that are paying, you yeah. know, paying and, and hence you get invited back and I had a conversation. So I've worked 18 years straight for Toyota globally and, and I, uh, um, one of their vice presidents contacted me recently and, and, um, and they said, oh, look, we'd like you to come and do this with our top six um, you know, country general managers and, and, uh, and I said, oh, thanks very much, Sean. I'm really grateful for the opportunity. He said, no, no, no. He said, don't be grateful. He said, he said, you've earned the right to be one of our most trusted advisors. Yeah. And we could think of no other person to what's um, to work with these, um, you know, these six country managers. Mm. And, and I think that's the same for you as well, Renee, you built such a great connection, not, not, not a communication channel, but a connection with somebody. Yeah, and yeah. um and and that's what gets people to you know keep on coming back and just to consider you you know always to be in their inner circle yeah i love that and that's such an amazing story and i think you know you, you hit on a word there and you've got you know those that are listening and not watching the video um you've got the word clarity and focus behind you which are yeah. two of my favorite words you can't focus if you don't have clarity 100 percent and you can have clarity without focus, but there's no action, it's one dimensional. And I think yeah. you use that word, and it's another word that's in my vocab, um, tenacious. Yeah. You know, it's not, not easy, but I think it's focusing on, like you said, and it's a question I want to ask you now, you know, success means something to everyone, it means something differently to everyone. I think success is in the eye of the beholder. It could be an outcome, yeah. a process. For me, it's a feeling. What is it for you? Uh, for me, uh, success is, so I think you gotta look at it from a couple of different angles, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it, business success for me is uh, making a difference to the, the, the people I work with and the audiences yes. I serve. Yes. Uh, and that difference is around helping people find clarity because with clarity comes confidence, with confidence yes. comes certainty, with certainty comes consistency. So, so there's this tail that comes from this whole concept of, of being able to make a difference. Yes. Uh, for my family, it's providing a lifestyle. Yes, and it's being, contribution. And it's, absolutely, and it's being the living example for my two daughters. Yeah. So, you know, not the talking example. Uh, but but the living example. I, I said to someone just this week, I said the greatest compliment my daughters can pay for me, and my daughters are are uh, 24 and, and just about to be 22. Um, the greatest compliment is when they come and say, Dad, can we sit down and have a goal setting session? Oh, you know, so, all, so good. So, so yeah. all of a sudden you move from father to to mentor, to respected mentor. And, and so that's definitely, you know, uh, a six, you know, uh, my personal definition of success is providing a great lifestyle and, 
and yeah. you know leveraged income for for my family and being that living example and that um, legacy that legacy piece i think correct. you know what you and i do it is legacy because it's touching people you know now but forever more yeah. um and i love but, that and just, yeah. and sorry Ryan, just you're talking about legacy there you know my definition of legacy <laughs> is uh, is something that's bigger than you, outside of you, and lives on long after you. And I, I say everyone's going to leave a legacy. Everyone listening, everyone watching your podcast today is going to leave a legacy. The yes. question I have is what will you be remembered for mm. and how long will you be remembered for it? Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I, I think, I think you know, the whole legacy piece is being remembered, but it's also living our legacy now. 100%. And I brought this up at a conference the other week and everyone looked at me like, well, we're not, we're still here. And I said, everyone's yeah. amazing when they die, right? Yeah. yeah Everybody. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're a criminal, you'll get the best, you know, eulogy. Eulogy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I think, I think it's, what are you doing right now, those listening or watching to live your legacy now? What are people, you know, what is your, you know, a good thing to do sometimes I say is to get down 21 things that you offer to the world outside your product or service yeah nice you nice. know is and, and, and you know I, and that legacy now living there has been the living example yes you know, like, so what what i say is what i do what i do is uh, is what i've said and and, that. and that's you know and 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 really just stopping in and for a moment right really thinking about well what what could we you know what difference am i making what what impact or influence am I, you know, am I working towards? And what yeah. will be the the quality and the characteristic? Um, you know, I, you know, we mentioned tenacity before, and I'm and you know, my quote around tenacity is tenacity wins every race. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't I don't have to be I don't have to be the first to cross the line. I've just, I just have to cross the line that I've said, and yeah. and you know, and and getting people to really identify you know, whatever that right mindset is. And I think also. Renee, pe people talk in such uh, general terms, you know, such vague, general, and and almost cliched terms. You know, like uh, the amount of people you probably said to people, well, what type of mindset do you? Oh, I need to be positive. Yeah. And look, I've been doing this for twenty five years. Got no idea what that means. No. And positivity, positivity to me, Keith, is in the now. When I was writing my book, and we had the twelve skills you can deepen yes. by looking at your lessons. I had the gift of positivity and, you know, I kept going to write that chapter and I was in total flow, couldn't write it. And I yeah. went, you know what? Positivity is about the here and now, optimism is about now and hope for the future. Yeah. It's got more longevity. So that's yeah. when I changed it to that. But yeah, you're nice. right, you can't just go, I'm going to be positive. That'll last a minute. It's going yeah. into gratitude. What yes. can I focus on that I have? And yeah. Getting out of your head, attention out. How am I making a difference and an impact? I love that word. Yeah, yeah, impact. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, look, I um, as you know, I believe in a a, a concept, or it's more than a concept. It's something I've lived many, many years called the gift mindset. Mm. Um, and that's all about stepping back and being open to unwrap the lessons from our challenges and our successes. Yeah. Because I believe who we are and who we're continually becoming, you know, is driven by what we've done and how we use that to move forward. Um, I'd love to just understand one or two lessons that you've learned in your career that have really helped shape the person you are today. Yeah. Uh, um, 
you know, I think that there's been multiple lessons. Yeah. Um, you know, here's, here's, here's a couple off the top of the head. Um, the first is you, you've got to have great people around you. You've got to have, you've got to have, you've got to <laughs> humble yourself enough to see the feet of a master. You know, you have to um, find the mentors in your life. I've been really fortunate. Renee, I've had great mentors um, right throughout my mm. professional speaking business. Uh, as a professional speaker, and I differentiate the two here, as a professional speaker and building a professional speaking business, yeah. I've yeah. had great mentors, uh, whether they be uh, people who have given me ideas and strategies. Uh, you know, I, I got to a stage in my career mm, probably 10 years ago now where I went, you know what, there's nothing you know, there's nothing else I can do to add to the uh, presentations. And I don't say that arrogantly. It's like, but yeah. I would add unprecedented value. We're going to do a pre-video and a post-video. Yeah. We're going to online course, you know, this 360, uh, 365-day uh, contact probe, blah, 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 blah. And I went, oh, it's come to that time. I now have to become a great presenter. Yep, yep. Just got a few little cutouts here and there, but that's okay. Oh, okay. We're real. Um, we're rocking. We're, we're real. We're rocking. We're, we're working in this virtual world. Um, yeah. And so one of the things, um, Renee, so about 10 years ago, I went, gee, I've got to become, um, I've just got to become not just a good presenter, but a great presenter. Yeah. And so Next I, I found, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I work with uh, a guy called Colin James, who, yes. who really helped hey, me from, a, from an NLP perspective. And I'd done NLP before, but mm. just how to apply it from a presenter's point of view. Uh, I worked with um, um, Alan Parker, uh, and that was really around just, you know, the, 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 the gestures and, the, and how I hold myself in a room. Mm. Um, I worked with a guy called Peter Kingston. Nobody knows Peter, but Peter was the director of direction at NIDA for stage okay. presence. Okay, yep. And then I worked with a couple of, um, I worked with Kate Burr around humour. I worked with Troy and Zara around storytelling. Yep. Yep. And so yep. all of those people have been great mentors. And then one of my, uh, two of my mentors, uh, one guy who runs a huge coaching business um, and, and another guy called Jack Daly. And Jack's like, um, probably, yeah, about fourteen years older than me. So I, I, I'm, I'm Jack in fourteen years time. Yeah, so yeah. I use Jack, Jack yeah. on that. So, so mentors. Here's the second one I'd say to you, which has been a great uh, lesson along the way, um, is so um, you know you're a poor judge of a um, if you don't invest in yourself, you're a poor judge of a good investment. So mm. I've always mm. invested in myself with mentors. I've always invested in my business to take it to the next level. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, the other piece of the uh, puzzle for me as well is, you know, you mentioned before about gratitude. Yeah. Is, you know, yeah. Just really, you know, you know, if you don't find the gratitude and the challenge, you become bitter, not better, they say. That's right. And so, and so mm -hmm. just to have, um, you know, to be grateful for all the opportunities and places I've visited and, and you know and the companies that i work for and the opportunities i had and and i think you know like the more you're grateful i think the more fortunate you become the more oh. more you have to be grateful for and and, and you know and that's and, and i think you know i think it's really easy to be grateful and everything's great but yeah. it's finding the gratitude in 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 the challenge um and it's finding totally yeah yeah you know, and I, and i think that's you know and there, there's times in your in your life that you get reminded of that, Renee. Mm. About um, 
about four years ago now, I I lost my dad. Um, wow. He was ninety three. But wow. what was really what was crazy about that day is I also lost my brother on the same day, four hours apart, wow. four hundred kilometers apart. Wow. So I lost my dad and my brother, and and you know I was absolutely stunned and shocked, and I just thought. I was only talking to my brother before, you know, I was with my dad when he passed away. I was only talking to my brother just before my dad passed away. You know, like, it was like. It's hard to comprehend. Like, how does it, that It was happen? crazy. I laid down that night and I just journaled for a bit and I went, you know, I could have went, you know, isn't life just an absolute da, 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 yeah. da. And I went, no, 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 no. As mm. terrible as this day is, I'm so grateful that I had a great relationship with my brother. I had a great relationship yeah. with my father. I had my father until he was 93. Some people lose their dads. I lost in my their, dad in at their, 50. He was yeah. 50, my age. Yeah. You know, and you sort of go, and, you know, and, and, and my dad taught me a lot. My brother taught me a lot. Yeah. And, and so you just, you got to find the gratitude in, in yeah. the, in the crappy times that that's been the real message for me as well you know and it's it's so easy and then the final message i say there is you know comparison is a thief of joy oh yeah, yeah. it's a killer yes yeah, so, so often we, we are measuring ourselves against we are measuring our insides what we're thinking internally yeah. with people's external picture that's and right you're never ever going to stack up yeah no i agree there there's some amazing lessons there and I, I resonate with all of those. And I think that last one around comparison, you know, we do a bit of work on that. I say comparison is a killer. Nobody is you. And I love that old saying, you know, don't compare your chapter one with someone's chapter 20. Yeah. I, I think good. that's, you know, and, and I think that's really important just to check back in on, I guess this is a good segue into your the three things that make everyone up, which I believe is your capacity, your capability, and your your courage. Yeah. You know what it what cups you know need to be filled, and I think if you get that happening, then you're ready to go with setting goals for yourself individually and for your team in your workplace. Yeah. Um. So Keith, I'd love being you are and you are the go-to person on I think accelerating goals in people's lives in and out of work you know they're combined yeah. how important being we're coming out well i think we're on the other side of a pandemic yes you know, there's a lot of people running on the spot still oh we've had covid this has happened playing that yeah. victim sort of mentality yes. how important is taking the time to set clear focused goals with the right outcomes right now oh it it's it is as vital as oxygen. Mm. You know, to, to, to not put too fine a point on it, Renee, one of the, the challenges that people have right now is they, um, you know, I love that quote from Dr. Joe Dispenza, you have to have a vision for the future, not a memory yeah. of the past. Yeah, and, I love that. And, you know, and I think for a lot of people, they, um, they're still living in, if not the past, at least the present set of circumstances and the only way now to get through the present set of circumstances is have that vision moving forward, which means yeah. you have to have a goal personally, professionally, physically, profitably, you have to have a goal that is going to give you something to focus on. We need to, we need to, you know, we, we need to, you know, put the past behind us and we need a vision for the future mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. to move ourselves forward. 
because otherwise we become very you know you you hit the nail on the head people you know people are busy being busy they're they're yeah. running around in circles yeah. um and rather and waiting for someone to give them permission waiting for the governor to say it's all it's all okay now oh. um, you know waiting for oh you know this you know um they're waiting for for people to um to give them permission and if you're waiting for someone to give you give you permission to step into your potential then uh, let me be the person to give you permission now's the time now's the time to to get to clarify what's important what matters what's going to make a difference to you and to the people who mean the world to you now's the time to set the goals for yourself moving forward now's the time to really understand what drives you understand what you desire and understand how to strengthen your determination we are not saying to you that what the period of time we're going to go through over the next couple is going to be easy there will still be some uh, growing and some uh, transformational issues however you know when you have the drive the desire and the determination you know how do you not progress yeah how how do you not accomplish how do you not achieve yeah yeah and and i I agree and i love that the you know i think you've got to have those three things and i think the desire is sometimes the bit that's missing for people and i think that's the heart and the intuition towards something that may be more logical correct so you know, just just on that, yeah. Renee. You know, one of the things you know, every, everybody's heard smart goals, and I don't want to put anybody's nose out of joint. But no. but let me tell you, smart goals don't work <laughs> because they don't have an emotional connection to them. And and you know, from the research that I've done, you know, over the last eighteen years, the research I've done, the people that have accomplished the most in their lives, in their business, in their roles, the ones who accelerate, elevate uh, their success and their achievement. They have an emotional connection to their yeah. goal. They have a mental connection. They have a physical connection. What's that? Yeah. Why, what, how, feel, think, do, heart, head, mm-hmm. hands. And yeah. so because you and I are emotional creatures, we can experience 135 different emotions. Mm-hmm. Of those 135, 64 of them are positive. Of those 64, they break down into what I call goal drivers. And yeah. so, you know, when people understand what drives them, what's the emotion that's driving them? Um, all of a sudden that desire, and, and by the way, desire is the, you know, desire is the why, drive yeah, yeah. is the what, you know, the, the, the determination is the how. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. Such a simple thing. Everyone can take away today. Yeah. You no. Know? And it's, you've got to have balance in, in all of those. And I think, um, you know, you mentioned, now you know don't wait there's always going to be things going on in the world you're always going to have something going on at home we've all got stuff happening and i think having that that clear goal is important and i love what you said you know smart goal setting i think you know it's it's a good framework it's not a great framework no offense but i think you know having i always say to people when they say to me renee my goal is this i the question that comes straight out of my mouth is if I took that goal away from you, would you care? And most of the time they go, no. If they go, yeah, you wouldn't worry yeah. if you did. It's not yeah. the right thing. So let's be realist. Keith, you and I are very goal-oriented and I had the yeah. pleasure of doing the goal driver profile, which was profound. Thank you. Um, felt like I was reading 
it was just amazing. It was so spot on for where I'm at. Not everyone is goal oriented. We know that. We know a lot of people in life, if we go back to NLP behavioral stuff, there are people that are more focused on the problem than the goal. So they'll still achieve goals, but they're motivated by looking at potential pitfalls and what could go wrong. And they may be, don't like to generalize, but have done enough work in these areas in engineering, research and development, those types of roles, technically brilliant, but not always you know, more sales and marketing focus where goal, goal, goal. Yeah. What's a tip you could give those people out there that are going, I don't even know where to start with what goals I want. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the, the best tip is you've got to understand yourself. You've got to understand what drives you. Yeah. Um, because once you know what drives you, then you can start to put perspective around what, what goals are going to work for you. Because it's really easy to set goals that are given to you or set goals that are society goals, you know, or yeah. expect, expected goals. Yeah. But really what we need to do is build a relationship with our goal. And the way to build a connection, you know, a way for a goal to become, for you to be connected, compelled and committed to it is to really understand what is driving and what your desire is. And so it's a nice segue, Renee, into the goal driver uh, process because I got very curious. You know, we talked about curiosity before, but I got very curious about, and the question I kept on asking myself when I looked at people who were, who were achieving amazing results, the, the question I kept on asking myself is how do I help people go from point A to point B faster, easier, mm. and sooner? Because what's the opposite of that? Um, slower, harder, never. Yeah, <laughs> and so. Stifled. Yeah. So how do you, now, for, for most people, they actually don't fully appreciate or are aware of what is driving them. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, uh, nine years ago, I started to pro, this goal driver program and process and research around this. And four years ago, I created a diagnostic tool. Mm. And I'm happy to share that with your, with your listeners, uh, with Amazing. your viewers today, yeah. um, that they can go and do their profile. Uh, and it's a it's a snapshot. It's not the full profile. Renee, you've got the full profile, which is, you know, 46 pages, 135 yeah. 24 performance accelerator tools. Um, the snapshot is six pages. In actual fact, let me uh, let me do this. The, the yeah. snapshot is 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 six pages where you identify what your driver is. We then take the time to give you 12 insights out of this. So um, you know, what are you driven by? What do you desire to become? How others mm. describe you? Your best mindset. There are eight mindsets. Your greatest fear. What do you like under pressure? What should you stop doing? How do you remove the roadblock? And give you some perspective around this. Now, if people want to access that, Renee, let me uh, let me pop a, a website up on the... Amazing. And so I people, suggest doing this, those of you listening, I and it doesn't take long. And no, it's about five to seven minutes. Gold, yeah. yeah, it's quick, but it's just the gold that's mined through such a simple, quick tool and is accurate is profound. Yeah, and so if you just go to mindgolddriver.com, you just put in your name, uh, you put in there, there's five areas you can look at. So you pick an area, and, and yeah. because the snapshot's free, you can do it a couple of times. Um, but, you you know, it can be your uh, personal, uh, you know, your personal life. It can be your business role. It can be your mm -hmm. professional career. It can be your health. It can be uh, health and well-being, and it can be yeah. your finance. 
And so you can go to mygolddriver.com, uh, five to seven minutes to complete it. You'll get 12 great insights. You'll get a diagram that explains all of the drivers. And, uh, and that will give you the opportunity then, Renee, to be able to go away and first gain what is moving, you know, what will move you closer to what you want and move you further away from what you don't want. You don't want, yeah. The next piece of the puzzle around that, uh, Renee, is, is to really then so sit down and go, okay, um, what do I want to achieve in those four key areas of life? What do I want to achieve personally? And, and if you, oh, sorry, how's that, yeah. Renee? Am I back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. It might be just okay. a bit of, we've got a bit of funny weather here yeah. in Brisbane at the moment. So, um, so the first thing is, okay, what do I want to achieve personally? So what's personally? Um, holidays you want to go on, um, family. Um, Connection, relationships. Yeah, correct. Um, professionally, leadership, career, business. Um, Growth. growth, development, that type of thing. Um, physical health, uh, you, you know, your health, well-being, uh, fitness, um, strength, mm -hmm. resilience, that type of thing. Uh, and then and profitable, because you've got to stick with all the P's, Renee. Um, yeah. so profitable. I, I love your palette. I'm so similar. <laughs> Everything C's and P's. <laughs> so it's my way of being, yeah. I'm trying to be clever. Um, yeah. So, and then, and then, of course, profitable is about uh, what you want save invest purchase and yeah. and you know, ask yourself this question what do i want to achieve in the next 12 what's one goal i want to achieve in each of those four areas over mm -hmm. the next 12 months yeah and yeah. and and you don't have to get too far ahead of yourself because i think what happens with a lot of people is we're waiting for things to be perfect yeah. and what i yeah. want to say is start where you stand and you know just pave the road in front of you you know it's it's okay not to have everything in alignment everything right. to, you and know, they don't to, have to be big goals this no. is where i think people do goal overwhelm they think yes. they have to be i always say have goals that scare you and stretch you but yes. at the same time if they're if you do overwhelm and you do nothing and don't take action break those goals into smaller goals would you suggest yes. that as well yeah, you know, one of the activities, if you if people haven't done a real lot of goal setting, um, yeah. you can go to my website, which is keithabraham.com forward slash resources. There's a hand there you can download it for free and there's a video that goes with it. Um, and, it and it talks about 20 goals you want to achieve in the next 12 months. Okay. Little things, because now here's the reason why, Renee, and you know this better than anybody else. When I start to tickle, and they're little things. Oh, I want to do a, a barbecue, you know, mm. course. I want to what's saying, yeah. you know, I want to clean up the backyard. I want, you know, and and, mm. the, and of the twenty, there's twenty areas that yeah. people can, you know, what's a what's a um, what what would be a great weekend activity? What would be a, a, your next um, short holiday you want to go? Blah blah blah. Yeah, and I'd say, do it yourself. Do it with your family. So do two. Yep. Um, and and then what I do, because here's the reason why, if you haven't done a real lot of goal setting, it is all about momentum. And mm. so as you start to tick some things off, I don't know about you personally, Renee, but I bet you the same as me, I get frustrated when I don't feel like I'm making progress. Oh, I love this. Keith, I did a video on this two days ago. Oh, really? Gotcha. So there's, a, there's, there's 48 things I believe that motivate us at a deep level in and out yes. of work. But yes. one that goes across us globally at different levels is the motivation of progress. Yes, 100%. I keep my I get my clients to keep a progress journal, and I don't care right. if it's 
you know, I think what happens, people get into sales teams, especially into quarters, months, yes. budgets, you know, we'll catch up at our sales meeting, do daily progress check-ins for yourself yes. and your team because yes. they're the little wins that anchor yes. where we've been and where we're going. I love that. Yeah, so, so getting people to um, fill in that form and start to tick a few things off and mm. that all of a sudden people are starting to make progress towards some of the things they want to achieve. And that, and that is a great motivator. It's a great, in, you know, personal yeah. inspiration uh, in moving people from where they're at to where they really want to be. And I, that would be the rec my recommendation. Love it. Right, because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you and I as individuals, we need to feel a sense of accomplishment. We need to set, yes. feel a sense of achievement. And that's good for our you know what's the byproduct of all of that well firstly momentum defeats doubt yeah so yeah. you know what, what what does doubt look like am i worthy am i deserving mm. am i capable am i good enough you know you am i smart enough good? kate do you think doubt is good in no, in, uh, no i think no? i think i think when, when momentum defeats doubt so when you're making progress you are diminishing doubt mm. and you're building belief yeah. See, yeah. Uh, see, the one thing, the, the one piece of language that goes through everybody's mind, Renee, is is this piece around am I versus I am. And, and let, me, yeah. let, me, let me do something for you. Those people who are listening to this, you won't be able to see my um, hieroglyphics and, and drawings and everything like that. But Which you means know, good, you need to watch it as well. <laughs> there you go. That's a good reason to, to do this. <laughs> You know, because you know what often happens? This is the language that goes through our mind, right? So we go, am I, am I, am I, am I worthy? Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Uh, am I capable? And, and, you know, we need to shift this language around to go, I am. Now, here's what we do know. This. That's such a simple reframe. Oh, 100%. This. If you've got this language, the am I going through your head all the time, you are constantly questioning yourself. Yeah. You are constantly questioning yourself. If you switch it to I am, you are constantly affirming. Affirming, yeah. Love it. Yourself. And so often what you find is that when people are stuck in this loop of am I good enough, am I worthy? Now, by the way, what do you think the byproduct of MI conversations in your head is? Comparison. Yeah, that comparison goes is, is red in hundred yeah. percent. And so, when you start to change that around, you then have this ability to shift your mindset. Now, here's what I say to everybody: is you have to go there mentally before you go there physically, yeah. and this is part of the mentally going there. Yeah, oh, it's amazing, amazing, and it's. It is. It diminishes the doubt. I, look, I always think a little bit of doubt keeps us on our toes and helps us yeah. grow, but it's not a place you want to stay in. No. But I love that. I'm big into reframes because yeah. we all know our thoughts create our feelings and dictate yeah. what we do or don't do. Correct. But the only choice we all have, doesn't matter who you are listening right now, is what you're thinking. So that simple flip. I love and, it. And that that's why goal drivers is so powerful because mm. we're not starting with a goal, we're starting yeah. with an emotion. Yeah. Because one of the things I, I so excited people, well, oh, you know, people say, oh, I want to achieve this and I want to achieve that. And I go, okay, yeah. that's great. Tell me how you want to feel this year. Tell yeah. me how you want to feel financially. Tell me how you want to feel 
um, in your uh, professionally, mm. personally, mm. physically? How do you want to feel? And that becomes the driving emotion. Yeah. And so the eight driving emotions that we have from our research is people want to feel successful, people yeah. want to feel purposeful, people want to feel inspired, people want to feel happy, people mm. want to feel um, organised, people want to feel respected, people yeah. want to feel confident and people want to feel relaxed. So mm. if they're the drivers, then why wouldn't I be setting goals around that? Now, what, how do you know your driver? Go, go and do yeah. my, you know, go to mygoaldriver.com, do that and you'll find out what your driver is in yeah. your life or in whichever area you pick yeah. and you'll find your driver. And that is the foundation yeah. for the goal that uh, you set for yourself. Such a generous offer, Keith. And I know Thank mine you. came up as um, explorer and driven to become purposeful. Yes. And it just made, you know, I wish we had out, we could talk for hours about it, but it just <laughs> made so much sense. But what I love was it gave me some clarity around what to do to sustain, not just sustain that because that's not my style, but grow that yes. and take that to the next level, which I think is pivotal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, and of course, one of the, the serendipities, I often talk about the goal beyond the goal. Mm. And, the, and for you as a, uh, purposeful explorer, Renee, the, the goal beyond the goal in one word is legacy. Yes. You're driven to create a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be tough at times because I feel that oh. and I know that, but yeah. it's, and I know everything I'm doing is going towards that. And I think those of you listening, especially if you're in your own business, the power of how big that could be is sometimes scary, but oh, knowing yeah things are going in the right direction and I'm clear on that. I think it's what got me through the pandemic is having clarity on my purpose yes. to explore that, to continue to be and do what I was doing. So yeah. And, and, yeah. and the, the, you know, one of, you know, whether it's a, a mindset or whether it's a mantra for yourself, mm -hmm. Renee, if you're a purposeful explorer, you know, and while we're going through any challenge, the, the thing that happened, the thing that pops up is this too shall pass. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you, you sort of go, you know, there, there will be a rainbow on the other side of this. You know, the one quote that I shared with all of my clients uh, early in 2020 when the pandemic was so, you know, upon us was that this is not a time to go through the pandemic. This is a time to grow through the pandemic. Through. So whether that's grow your relationships, grow your yeah. Um, you know, uh, grow your business, grow your, develop yourself, grow yourself, yes. um, you know, Love whatever, it. It, whatever it might be. I mean, probably you did exactly the same. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I speak, as I mentioned before, I speak at hundred events a year, um, book 12 months in advance, 70 got canceled in 10 days. Mm -hmm. I sat in the corner, uh, rock backwards and forwards, suck my thumb for two. Uh, I suck did my too, thumb probably a, around the same time. <laughs> yeah, suck my thumb for a day. You might not have done the second part of that, Renee. I had a big long drink for about two days. Yeah, I and, sat in the uh, bath and had a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I went, you know what? Um, the, you know, where there is chaos, there is opportunity. That's right. And and I and the next over the next three days, I made two hundred phone calls to my clients all over the yep. world, and said. How are you? Yes. Are you Just okay? Being in service from the heart. Being in service. On. What can I? What can I do to help you? Oh, yes. I, and I don't want a fee. I, yep. What can I do to help you? And I, my clients say, "Well, that's so grateful, Keith." I had prospects who said to me, 
you know, we've not even done business with you yet and you're offering this to us and, yeah. And, yeah. and all of a sudden you just go to the top of the list. And, yeah. and I think yeah. that's, you know, yeah. And it's real yeah. and it's and yeah. it's real and I, I love you did that. We did a bit very similar and I'd love to just share this. I, I have a big saying, one of my mantras in life is do what lights you up. Don't do what yeah. you're good at. Do what you're good at that you enjoy. There's a big difference. Yeah. And Monday sets the tone for the week. So same, when COVID hit, we lost 90% of our business in a week. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I did the rocking. I think I did the head banging and all that. <laughs> no. I think mine was about two half days, thought about going back into a corporation in L&D, then got offered a role because I must have attracted yeah. it. Then yeah. went, no, I've worked too hard and I love what I do. But, um, yeah, I was just going to say, we, we offered lots of free webinars every yes. Monday for the whole of COVID yes. and being in service. But what it was, my favourite part of my whole business is delivery and human connection and making a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I, every Sunday night, I knew I had that on the Monday until we picked up again. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And hats off to you, Renee, because you know oh, what I'm most right. people in our profession, you know what they did? They they stayed sucking their thumb in the yeah. corner. They totally. didn't invest. You know, no. they just, they oh, we'll ride this out. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. geez, why sit at the bus stop when there's a when there's a when there's a train to catch, and and you and I both caught the train. You know what I mean? And, and the people are still waiting there at the bus, and the bus ain't coming. Keith, I I feel, and those listening, I hope you agree. I I feel we could we could have like a series here. <laughs> we, we could talk for a while anyway. I, I, hey, wanted, listen. I wanted to ask you one last question, and then yeah, some sure. quick trivia. Yes, this is a question I want to ask you. So. Companies have organisational goals that you would hope feed into their values, their mission, their vision, yes. their strategy, blah, blah, blah. Yep. How important is it right now and always for leaders to get their teams together and have overarching goals that feed into the organisational goals? Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, once again, it, it's that whole vital piece around re having a reset, yep. you know, a, a, you know, review, Review what you've learned from for the last two years because there's mm. things that we can take forward. Yeah, um, yeah. Reset the goals and refocus your intention and your activities and your yeah. daily habits and getting people back into uh, a new groove, a new way. Yes. Um, that it, it's it's really, but it all starts with you know like if there was anything um, as, as good as virtual is in some cases, um, yeah. Renee, and and won't go away. Um, the what has been lacking in most organisations that I talk to is culture. Yeah, yeah. The culture yeah. is created when people come together. Yeah. The second is you can't truly collaborate virtually. No, no. And and the Not third, yeah. no. Yeah. And the and the third is that we can have a conversation around goals, but we create clarity when we come together as a business unit to talk about the goal and the plan and the what about this and perhaps this oh you know what you know what there's another opportunity oh yeah the japanese yeah. have a saying called namawashi and yeah. namawashi is you come up with and this is where this is where goal and, and plans become rock solid you you have something to say about that goal oh yeah that's a great goal um you know we should be doing this as a strategy mm. larry will say oh renee i 100 agree with you but you know the other thing we should do with that we should do this as well and, and mary says yeah. something else and blah, blah 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 and all of a sudden everybody adds and contributes to one another and all of a sudden the plan becomes better be, and but more important the serendipity 
is it becomes our plan, not my plan. And I love that. It goes back to what we were talking about at the start. Be curious as a team, co-build. People yes. buy into what they're involved in. People don't like being told. 100%. So create an asking culture, not, mm. not a telling culture. Yeah, no, um, I love that. So some quick trivia. What's Ooh, your okay. favourite word, Keith? Uh, passion. Yeah, me too. <laughs> love it. Such a good word. It's got an energy, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. What, what sound or noise do you love? Oh, I definitely love the, the, the noise and sound of, of laughter around our kitchen our dining room table. So yeah. uh, when, when when my girls and my wife and I and we're talking about something and we're having a, a great laugh about it. So I love that sound. Beautiful. That's just it just subliminal, like just natural organic connection. Yeah. If you had one last meal, what would it be? Oh, ribeye on the bone. Ribeye on the bone. That's your favourite yeah. cut? Yeah. I always have to ask that being a bit of a foodie. And <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, if uh, if uh, I'm at the age I'm at now, is the manager of a professional sports team. Oh, I could see you doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. I do that now on a Saturday for a first grade side here in Brisbane. Yeah. And um, I took it over because a guy got crook, crook and a mate of mine said, would you help us out? And it's been, it's been truly educational for me. Uh, yeah. A, I love cricket and, and B, I'm sort of working with these you know, 18 to 30 year olds and, and, um, and the coach looks after them, helps them become great cricketers and I help them become great men. Oh, I love that. And there'd be so many crossovers from the professional world. Oh, it's, it's 100%. Where coaching came from, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a, a conversation this afternoon with a young guy who we've worked with who's now um, in the state squad. And so yeah, just, wow. and, and that's just because we've had, guess what, we're a goal-setting conversation with yeah, him. There you go. Right. There, there you go. go. So just... Keith, I've just loved, there's just so much gold and we'll put all of that in the show notes. Lovely. Um, Keith, just one last thing. If you had one tip today of what our listeners can take away and do, what would that be? Just one thing. Oh, go and do gold driver. Go do Seriously. gold driver. Yeah, go and do gold driver. That yeah, it, 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 yeah, that will give you, that's a catalyst for a different yeah. conversation you have with yourself. Yeah, I love it. Go do Gold Driver. We And Keith, how do people find you? Easiest way yeah, to find you? Yeah, easiest way to find me, keithabraham.com. Um, they can find me there. Um, they can send me an email from there. They can log into my blog. They can, you know, there's heaps of free resources. Um, yeah, all good. Perfect. So we'll have that in the show notes. Keith, thank you so much for being just so generous in your insights and expertise and I know I got so much out of that and I'm sure our listeners did. Thanks, Renee, for thank the opportunity you. and it's the, the delight chatting with you. Absolute pleasure. So thank you for listening, tuning in or watching this today, wherever you're tuning in from. Feel free to reach out. We've got all the, the notes in our show notes today. And just a heads up that we have launched our next Limitless Leaders 90-Day Connection, which is three immersions, over 90 days with like and unlike-minded leaders from 15 different industries. Um, just go to our website, reneegeruso.com events, and that one is kicking off. We're taking registrations for August the 17th 
full day face-to-face masterclass in Melbourne. Next month, we have a group mentoring session virtually, a group mastermind virtually, and one-on-one access to myself. So we take care wherever you are, and we look forward to chatting in our next episode. You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams, and organizations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration, and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 